streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Once again, for the BAM online podcast, this time on a Friday, June the 3rd, 2022. And this podcast is going to have a retro feel. It's going to feel more like, say, December, January of 2018, 19 or so. But with what we have now on the recruiting front with both basketball and football, welcoming official visitors in the month of June. We've got a lot of official visit stuff to get into with Hank South. Does an outstanding job. Longtime recruiting analyst for us at BamaOnline.com. Hank, how you doing? I'm good, Travis. Just buckling up for, uh, for a busy <laughs> few weeks. Wow, man. We've talked about it so many times here lately on the podcast, how much the month of June has changed just in general. And as I alluded to, we're going to get into some hoops and some football on the podcast today because we'll start with basketball. Nate Oates and his staff with an impressive visitor. It sounds like a guy that they were early in on in Sam Walters, a 6'8 forward from Central Florida down around the Villages, Florida. That's a little community south of Ocala if you've never been down that way. But tell us a little bit more about Sam Walters, who I guess is wrapping up his official visit here in the next little bit. Yeah, he was the first guy to get on campus um, for an official visit out of football and football and basketball this summer. Um, arrived on Wednesday, so the first day of the summer. Um, took his his 48 hour visit. Uh, so you know we're going to be catching up with him later this weekend on, on how that went. But I, I can't imagine it went poorly. He he's been a kid very very high on Alabama. They watched him on the um, on the AAU circuit a little bit earlier this spring. Uh, offered him in late April. Uh, he immediately set up an official visit uh, for this June 1st stretch. And um, it, it sounds like Bama is really, really kind of standing out for him at this point in time. Even prior to the official visit, um, we caught up with him just to kind of talk about the interest. And, and he said, you know, Bama's the school that he's hearing from consistently the most, um, has a really strong relationship with Nate Oates, Brian Hodgson, Antoine Petway. Um, and, and so it sounds like Bama is doing a really good job of, of connecting with him early. And, uh, what's interesting is he, he's taken this Bama visit and he, he didn't really have any other visits set. He, he, he said, um, you know, he, he's getting a lot of interest, obviously has other offers from schools like Georgetown and Florida and, and LSU and, and some others. Um, but it, it really seems like Bama's kind of the, 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 you know, common denominator in terms of, um, you know, discussion with his recruitment. So, um, you know, I'll be curious to see what he says about this official visit. You know, um, I would imagine Bama's probably in his mind, if he's not saying it yet, his top school. Um, and, and so it sounds like, you know, he, he could be an early guy to watch for potential uh, first 2023 commitment for, for Alabama. Officially on commitment watch by Hank South. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put that stamp. Sure. On. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Walters, who at six, eight sounds like he can really shoot it. Uh, something that obviously works well with what Nate Oates likes to do on the offensive end of the four. One through five almost, Nate likes those guys to be able to shoot the three efficiently and effectively. And it sounds like Walters 
capable of doing that. Now, let's get into some football because, man, these next few weekends, as you pointed out, going to be very, very busy, not only from an official visitor standpoint, but camps uh, underway now at the capstone. But we'll start with the official visitors for the upcoming weekend. And as you might expect, uh, no shortage of quality. And I got to start with the quarterback position because a week and a half ago, Alabama picked up an elite quarterback for the 2023 cycle in Eli Holstein, the four-star quarterback from Zachary, Louisiana. And that sort of led to a lot of folks wondering if a guy like Dylan Lonergan or Arch Manning in a weekend away uh, would still hold true to those plans to officially visit Alabama. At this point, it sounds like, based on your reporting and what we've heard from Tim Watts as well, doesn't sound like any of that has changed for some additional quarterback interest. No, and it's an interesting situation because, you know, like you said, you have a Holstein commit um, right before um, this little stretch of official visit starts. And, you know, if you're a guy like Dylan Lonergan or Arch Manning or, or another quarterback that's been recruited by Alabama, uh, you know, you don't want to, uh, from from my viewpoint, you don't want to look like a guy like, oh, he committed, I'm not going to go visit Alabama. You don't want to kind of, uh, I guess, appear, for lack of a better word, scared off uh, for, from, you know, someone committing to Alabama. And, you know, Dylan Lonergan and Arch Manning, they, you know, they've spent a lot of time getting to know Alabama, getting to know the staff, um, taking visits in the past. Um, so, you know, that connection is still certainly there. And, and, you know, I think the fact that, you know, they're still coming on campus for their official visits, I think also signals that, you know, there, there's, you know, an idea that the Bama potentially could want to bring in two quarterbacks in this class. And, you know, I'm not sure it's going to be Dylan Lonergan and, and Arch Manning, but just the fact that, you know, they're going to keep that door open for the quarterback position to, to still be recruited um, with Dylan Lonergan. He's an interesting prospect. He threw for the staff last summer, got his offer. Um, he's a Penn State legacy. His dad played football at Penn State, um, and he also plays baseball. So uh, he's one of those two-sport kids that's going to do both at the next level. Um, you know, I, I think uh, South Carolina has been a school really involved with him. I think Penn State, obviously, you know, with the family ties, is a school to watch. So, you know, we'll see how this this visit goes. You know, his, his thoughts on uh, kind of the situation he's in with Alabama. Um, and then, yeah, Arch Manning is still still confirmed for uh, that June 10th weekend, which is looks like it's going to turn out to be the biggest official visitors weekend of of the summer. But um, but, yeah, interesting nonetheless with this with that position. So kind of sticking with the offensive side of the ball where official visitors are concerned for this weekend, uh, a couple of outstanding pass receivers, pass catching types uh, in this group as well, I guess. Yeah, um, so it'll, it'll be the first weekend. Um, number one receiver in the country, Brandon Ennis, will be making his way to Alabama. Um, he was supposed to come out for A-Day. He had a little family situation, couldn't make it. Um, but, you know, he immediately set up this this first weekend of June um, to use his official visit. And, you know, he's a really interesting prospect. Obviously, he's the number one ranked receiver in the, the country for a reason. Really talented kid out of South Florida. Um, don't really miss on a lot of guys um, down there, especially at that position. So uh, he, he certainly, uh, you know, um, you know, lived up to all the hype around his name. Uh, he was committed to Oklahoma at one point. Obviously, Lincoln Riley took the job at USC. That commitment, um, he decommitted um, from from the Sooners. And, and right now, it's looking like it's a um, you know Alabama, Ohio State, USC kind of three team race. There, he hasn't formally narrowed it down to that, but those kind of s- seem to be the schools um, most in play. So you know, we'll we'll see how that that visit goes this weekend with Ennis, how he enjoys his first time on campus. Um, 
and, and all that. And then another really interesting receiver that doesn't have as much a hype around his name as Brandon Innes, but certainly a lot of talent is 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 uh, is four star wide receiver Cole Adams, who's from Owasso, Oklahoma. He got an offer early on um, this year. Uh, really, really uh, fast kid has a, has a lot of speed. That's the first thing, you know, you turn on his tape and th- that's what jumps out about him. Um, you can see why a lot of schools are, are interested in him. Um, but he'll be on campus for an official visit. He took, um, an unofficial visit to UA, uh, forgot when, but earlier this year, um, had plenty of positive things to say about it and, and he'll be back this weekend too. So, um, another interesting, um, wide receiver target out of the state of Oklahoma, uh, making his way this weekend. What about the tight end position? As we know, we seem to talk about that more with Alabama than you hear associated with most programs around college football. It's a big part still of the offensive philosophy of the Alabama offense, as it's described by Nick Saban. Uh, What can you tell us about that, Hank? Yeah, so two interesting names expected this weekend. Um, From from states, you don't really (laughs) hear Bama recruiting too much. Um, I know we just talked about a kid from Oklahoma, but Luke has. He's committed to Arkansas right now, who's been a very hot program on the recruiting trail. Um, He's actually been committed to Oklahoma at one point as well. So he has two commitments (laughs) under his belt. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if he makes it three. If he, if we were to flip to Alabama, but um, he's expected on campus this weekend. Um, big time talent, number two tight end in the country uh, per the twenty four seven Sports composite, number sixty six overall player. So um, lots of talent, six three, two hundred twenty pounds. Don't really honestly know too much about him. You know, obviously he's committed to Arkansas. He's from the state of Oklahoma, so he's got the regional ties there to the to the Razorbacks program. Um, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll see if Bama gives him something to think about. And then, uh, from all the way on the other side of the country, uh, Portland, Oregon, Riley Williams, um, another four star tight end. He's, he's ranked the number six tight end in the country. Um, he'll be on campus this weekend. And I, I think he recently dropped a, a top five or top six with Bama in it, obviously. Um, and, and so, you know, we'll, we'll see how that visit goes for him, but a little bit bigger than Luke has six, six, two thirty. So he's got that big. Big frame, um, top 100 recruit, number 95 overall in the country. So uh, Bama's getting in uh, the work at the tight end position early, trying to uh, you know, trying to uh, build its case for, for for a couple of these elite guys. So as it sits as of this morning, Friday morning, Alabama expecting five official visitors. Um, by my count, we've outlined four of those. How is this? weekend expected to round out with that fifth visitor yeah so the the fifth is uh is dylan lonergan um okay. this weekend so those are the five you know we'll see yeah you know, there's you, been you gave yeah. us the two wide receivers two tight ends matt right. you know i've, I've never really it's early much it's on. early yeah you know. <laughs> um but no you, will, you know we'll see we've seen it before in the past where you know friday of official visitors weekend you know another kid pops up you know uh um so, you know, I'm not going to limit it to just five. You know, I, that's who's expected right now. We'll see if anybody else comes on campus this weekend for an official. Um, but really, you know, that um, for the month of June, there's about two dozen visitors expected, official visitors expected so far. But that June 10th weekend, um, I'm sure we'll do another podcast on that, but absolutely loaded. Probably one of the most loaded official visitors weekends I've ever seen. What about camp highlights, either to date or expected in the next few days? What are some of the storylines from the camp perspective that you'll be keeping an especially close eye on? 
Yeah. And, and, you know, obviously, you know, a few years back, uh, you know, the month of June and, and parts of July where it was all camp. That was the only, uh, that was all we talked about. Um, and, and then they obviously added official visits to the summer and now it seems like it's more of a official visit themed, um, uh, part of the calendar, but, um, camp obviously with Alabama, um, is always important with, uh, you know, getting eyes on kids going through the Alabama workouts. But, um, you know, we saw on, on, uh, on Wednesday, the first day of camp, Peyton Kirkland, the four-star offensive lineman from Orlando, he worked out um, for the staff. Um, tomorrow uh, on Saturday is is a is a big day. Um, we're going to see guys like By Job, the four-star edge rusher from uh, from Norman, Oklahoma, have a workout. Jaden Davis, the 2024 five-star quarterback from uh, from North Carolina, we'll see um, Jamarian Burnett, the the really talented four-star running back from Andalusia. So uh, it's going to be a, a, a pretty big um, Saturday, and obviously that's the next day of camp. I think there's nine, nine or ten camps, one-day camps overall, and that's including a kicking camp as well um, for Alabama this month. And and uh, there's one camp randomly in July this year too. So, um, but another big visitor this weekend I just failed to mention um, is Malik Bryant. I don't know if he's working out, uh, but I know he's going to be on campus for a couple days this weekend. He's the um, top 50 linebacker from Orlando that uh, that that was on campus in April, um, pretty much named Bama his leader with his comments after that. So, uh, we'll, we'll see him back, um, this weekend as well ahead of a, uh, decision date next month. So definitely, um, outside of the official visits, there's definitely some, some, uh, significant prospects on campus this weekend for, uh, for workouts. Something else I wanted to ask you about, uh, in, in your work, uh, there that you do with us and, and, and how much you are, uh, intertwined with the the day-to-day interaction with so many of these prospects have you picked up on nil in terms of importance uh, with it being such a big part of the landscape now in, in college athletics but um, are you hearing that more and more in association as an added variable a big potentially added variable in recruiting mm. understanding it's it's probably not supposed to be right. as much in in terms of a, attraction for for high school prospects or prospects in general but what what's the what's the vibe you're getting from NIL uh from from that level of, of recruiting yeah interestingly enough you know the kids we've talked to and you know maybe that changes this summer when we talk to more official visitors if that's um, something they're asking about or something they're looking into more, but just not a lot of conversation about it in our interviews. Maybe I'm not asking the right questions. I don't know, but it, it just doesn't, it seems like business as usual when it comes to, you know, what these kids are saying about Alabama, what the staff is telling them when, you know, they're sitting down with Nick Saban, sitting down with the coaches. Um, so like I said, you know, maybe when we catch up with these kids after their official visits this month, maybe that's something they talk, you know, I, I um, uh, one, I forgot what prospect it was, but, I talked to one kid earlier in May and he was saying, you know, he was talking to Nick Saban about NIL and, you know, he, he was talking about, uh, you know, there's no NIL without, you know, putting in the work. And you know, I think that's kind of the pitch. Uh, you know, you, you're not going to get these deals without, you know, doing what you need to do first. And so that's kind of where Bama's going at it, um, you know, talking about it. And, um, you know, again, maybe maybe there's a new pitch that they start going with um, with, with the ever changing landscape of this uh, this whole situation. Um this month or, you know, in the months to come, but yeah, not a lot of conversation about it. Um, so far, you know, from a recruiting reporter standpoint. Yeah. In association with Alabama, 
Saban has been steadfast in the approach, which is mm-hmm. more along the lines of what it was supposed to be. Okay, right. you, you you pick a school, and then you know based on your value uh, in the NIL market, you, you can attract deals. Uh, once you make your way to your destination, right. rather than it being, hey, you know, if you come here, we'll get you fifty grand a year guaranteed. <laughs> so things like that. Right. But um, yeah, you're you're right. It may be something that we hear more about uh, coming up, or or maybe we hear less about it as we potentially head towards maybe maybe some sort of regulation uh, where NIL is concerned, especially. Uh, on the recruiting front, at least. Hey, Hank, as always, man, appreciate you taking the time. No, it's going to be a very busy stretch. You're going to absolutely want to be locked and loaded with us with an emphasis on Hank and Tim Watts and the outstanding recruiting coverage that those two guys continue to put out for us there at BamaOnline.com. Thanks again, Hank. Yes, sir. Thanks, Travis. Have a good weekend. Yeah, hang out with us, with Hank and the rest of us right there at the roundtable premium message board of choice for Alabama Crimson Tide fans around the world. Also, if you haven't subscribed to this here podcast, well, you should do it right now. Simple as a click or two. And if you would leave us a rating and a review, we would greatly appreciate that as well. For Hank South, Travis Ryer, hoping you have a great weekend. Until next time, so long, everybody. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.